Scott. I'm Russell. I'm Leo. This is Spitball. Welcome to Spitball, the pitch and kitchen where three coding comrades, that's us, and a guest empty our heads of startup and tech product ideas that we have stuck up in there so you can all have them for free. Anything we say is yours to keep. Russell, I hear you brought a guest with this this week. I did. We have the famous Sam Zoe. He's here to, uh, I guess, lead us all to victory of whatever it is that we want to be victory victorious on. I have no other way to say it. I haven't had any victories in my book. I don't know. He's our this. fearless leader. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right, getting started this week. I've got something for us. So I don't know if you guys know this, but a few years ago, it became more and more of a trend in the security and infosec industry to start naming and branding your exploits. Instead of just saying, I have this bug that I've discovered in some Intel processor, uh, it's all the rage to say, hey, everybody, you have to check out heartbleed.org for the heartbleed bug. If somebody executes code in this way, then I can take over your computer. It's a heartbleed bug. They've been like branding it, and I don't know why that is. So today, for this or that, we're going to be doing Mountain Dew flavors versus code exploits that have been named. (laughs) We're going to go around the circle and guess, am I naming a Mountain Dew flavor or a vulnerability that someone is trying to brand and get named. I love it. And we're going to start, Sam, with our guest. <laughs> uh, starting off here, Meltdown, spelled as you'd expect, M-E-L-T-D-O-W-N, Meltdown. Is that a vulnerability that is some security researcher named, or is that a Mountain Dew flavor? Vulnerability. Absolutely right. This is Sin- Intel <laughs> CPU exploit. Mountain Dew on that. <laughs> this is why you brought me, Russell. Absolutely. <laughs> you are on the board. Scott. <laughs> uproar i i also gotta go mountain dew on that it is mountain dew you're absolutely right 2021 through 23 strawberry kiwi i was gonna ask what color is it okay i still don't know let me pick up a can of yeah (laughs) calling it strawberry kiwi doesn't tell us anything about if it's still like neon purple russell deja blue d-e-j-a-b-l-u-e with a capital b 100 percent mountain dew it's a Windows exploit, 100%. unfortunately. That was something used in what? Windows. Yeah, I've definitely dude, had dude. That's what I was thinking. It's like Baja. I've definitely had that Baja Blast. At least I know, right? That's like, yeah, that's probably what we're thinking. It was too many Baja Blasts for Taco Bell. That's Sam, right. you're up. Frostbite, and that's with a space and a capital B. F R O S T space B I T E. Code exploit. That is a Mountain Dew flavor, Walmart exclusive. Unfortunately, Walmart. 2020 through present. <laughs> it's a honeydew and Walmart. melon. Uh, <laughs> Walmart exclusive. <laughs> Scott, distortion. I really want this to be a Mountain Dew flavor. Mountain it Dew. is a Mountain Dew flavor. Yes. Unfortunately, it is what a terrible it was, Mountain Dew name. <laughs> Mountain so Dew distortion bad. was part of the Democracy promotion and it lost to Whiteout what? in 2014. <laughs> just, just name it Rancid or something. Like. <laughs> I believe that is one Sam, two Scott. Russell, you're next. Oh Shell Shock. All one word. Shell Shock. Oh, the Ninja Turtle edition of Mountain Dew. That was a <laughs> Unix shell code exploit, unfortunately. Sorry to oh. say. Still not on the board yet. Yikes. Better look next time. Sam, we got two more each for you. Spark. S-P-A-R-K. Code exploit. 
has a limited time Speedway exclusive <laughs> Mountain Dew flavor. Speedway uh, exclusive. <laughs> that Speedway's a chain over shell. in there. I know. Sorry to oh, say. Right. It was only available from 2020 through 21. So maybe you were hunkered down at that point. Scott, yeah. Supernova. All one word. Supernova. It's got to be. A, oh, I have no idea. Code exploit. Uh, that was a Dew flavor. 2012 <laughs> through present. It's Finland and Denmark raspberry lemon. Of course, when you think of supernovas, <laughs> you think of Denmark and lemons. That's right. Uh, Russell, we got Eternal Blue, all one word, E-T-E-R-N-A-L, capital B-L-U-E. Oh, man, I got to get a scoreboard. <laughs> we're, we're going with Code Exploit. Yeah, it's absolutely right. It's a Windows exploit. Woo! It was used by WannaCry, which is a famous <laughs> virus. All right, I believe it's Sam 2, Scott 1, Russell 1. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, one more. Each. I only have. Oh, I only have one. Well, then I believe it is Sam one. Scott Scott's two. Got Russell two. one. Yeah. All right. One last one all around. All right, Scotty B. <laughs> Sam, last one for you. <laughs> Sam, your word is venom. V e n o m. Oh, that's Mountain Dew. I've had it. It's red. There is no Mountain Dew venom. I've looked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's an acronym. It stands yeah, for Virtualized Environment Neglected Operations Manipulation. <laughs> Obviously need that code. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Scott. Beast. Gotta be Mountain Dew. That's another exploit. It's God another acronym. <laughs> Browser exploit against SSL TLS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Russell, last one. Here we go. Ready? Uh, I am Vibe. V-I-B-E. Exploit. It's a Mountain Dew flavor. <laughs> oh. 2021 this... through present. It's lemon, a flavor exclusive to which which restaurants. Well, with no more scores through the last <laughs> round there, I believe that means, Scott, you're our champion this week. Oh, my well done. God. Woo! Okay, if someone got all of those right, please like email us because you are absolutely our target person to be on this show. <laughs> That's absolutely right. You're our next guest. All right. That was the hardest game. Like the other games, <laughs> that was incredibly difficult. Yeah. Actually, I want to thank my coworker, Maddie, for coming up with that idea. Um, that was Way to go, as difficult as I thought it would be. Um, okay, wait. There's something weird. I just want to figure out how Mountain Dew gets away with exclusives at Speedway and Walmarts. <laughs> <laughs> like... What a, what a something business changed model. around like the late 20 teens, something changed and we have a lot more one-on-one partnerships and stuff. I don't know. Maybe their Baja success at Taco Bell made them excited about something. I don't know. Let that be a lesson to everybody of our listeners that you can just make an exclusive flavor for Speedway <laughs> and be successful <laughs> through this. Or it like, could be a computer virus. Or yes. That's right. Like, Two career paths ahead of you lie. Which do you choose? <laughs> One brand. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. All right, Leo, you are first. What is your idea this week? Oh, I am first. All right. So, you guys, how many of you have had a long distance relationship or a close family member not live with you or a good, like, close best friend who doesn't live anywhere near you? Is that an experience you've all had? Yeah, me too. So, I think. I'm looking. Yeah, we you know this nodded. is an audio podcast, right? You all have to say <laughs> oh, something. We all raised our hands yeah. and nodded, and yeah, we all nodded in unison, and just you started uh-huh. crying, uh-huh. thinking of the memories. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I moved away from you all last year, and uh, you know, we all yeah. we all looked right at Sam on here. I think I have an idea for 
a product that could make remote relationships a little bit easier. So there are e-ink touchscreen kits that you can get for less than a hundred bucks. You've got an ESP32 or an Arduino on the back of like a slab of silicon that has your display driver and your uh, touchscreen driver and all the stuff integrated into one. You can even stick like a battery a Kindle, in there. right? Yeah, like a Kindle. Mm-hmm. So it's a screen that takes very, very low power. This is it's got wait, a touchscreen digitizer over Leo's it. Leo's fifth e-ink <laughs> startup <laughs> idea. This is the I e-ink, e-ink corner. Corner of e-ink. <laughs> you can say, you know, Kindle, right? But I think we all know what it is at this point. It's not like someone does a new dating app every week. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Leo's e-ink corner and Russell's dating corner. Yeah, Russell's love yeah, corner. Music for each. So I want to sell a product that comes in a pair of two where... Each one of these are linked to each other. You've got an e-ink screen that's designed as to be art or something that goes on the wall. It's got a frame around it, looks pretty. And when you walk by, it's displaying a game board and they are linked to each other. So you could have chess, checkers, tic-tac-toe. And when you walk by, it'll say either your turn or their turn. And this is something meant to be happening either in real time or just over the course of many days. You could have... Battleship. Yeah, you have your like remote asynchronous playing where you walk by and oh shit, it's my turn. Knight to E4. And that now it has now registered on both tablets. They're communicating to some centralized server where you are playing a game with someone over the internet. This is something, you know, you could make this a phone app where it's like one hardware device and one phone app, but that takes away a little bit of the charm of it being like a dedicated thing, right? I want to have something that doubles as both art decor for my home and also function. I love that. I can just totally picture that like sitting and, you know, hanging on the wall in the kitchen or something. And I'm walking by grabbing a cup of coffee like, oh, okay, I got to update my checkers piece or my night to yeah. five or something. Grandson and grandpa or yeah. father who is deployed overseas and son who these are all males that I'm thinking about. But yeah, you've got your kid and parent. Words with friends with your aunt. There That's you go. A, a big one. Scrabble board. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'd be standing in front of that thing for 10 minutes trying to figure out the word or the battle <laughs> <laughs> every morning. Wife and kid come downstairs and see me staring at an e-ink screen, drinking a coffee. <laughs> Most of the games that you would play on something like that don't need to refresh 60 frames a second, right? Mm-hmm. You just need something static that only changes when there's been a change. So that's really good for E-Ink. You could get weeks and weeks and weeks of battery life out of those things, months even. That would be pretty easy to make an MVP of that too. I I really like that. Dude, I think there's like other applications besides games. You could do like Etch-A-Sketch style, right? So like if your kid's a little younger, right? Just draw a little like heart or whatever that somebody would send to each other. And it's kind of like there's this app. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen it called Locket. Have you guys heard about this? Is that the one for oh. couples like avocado where they like it's a couple chat kind of? Yeah, you send a picture to each other randomly and it just shows up as a widget on your screen. Right. I mean, I don't use it. You can just like get a friend group in it. (laughs) But I think there's like validation that you have in in those types of apps out there where uh, one-on-one connections. Uh, Another product that's similar that that, uh, my nephew has, it's a picture frame that changes colors between purple and like red. And whenever you touch it, it changes the color of the other picture frame. Uh, just to let them know, like, oh, 
thinking of you, touch the picture frame, go back and forth. This is like, whoa, that's cool. It's the Facebook poke, but productized. Oh my gosh, it's exactly it. Or yo. (laughs) Yes, with a picture frame, right? It's drop dead simple. This is like 2.0. You know, when Facebook decided to put Messenger in there, right? This is... uh, (laughs) With an E screen. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's all the same things of the picture frame. I touch this. I'm clearly thinking of you in this moment. Or just at some point today, I did. And now it's your turn to move. That's so good. So we have Sam here who's living in Ohio. Sam, what what would you want to play (laughs) with me? What would I want to play with you guys remotely? (laughs) If I were to stick this on my computer... (laughs) <laughs> or i think the reason that draw is it drawful draw something draw something and words with friends and those things took off is because you could have kind of an asynchronous experience right. with it where you like you keep it going yeah you fire it up when you have time and you leave it when you don't i even what i thought of which is super like a- applicational was like russell i think for years we wanted to run a fantasy football team together Ooh. And you always want to be, you know, man, we if we had a roster on the same screen and we could, you know, just make moves and check out like like imagine the amount of interaction we would have if it was just one location. Oh, that's cool. Because otherwise I'm sorry. I don't care about your team enough to log in all the time on an (laughs) app. But if it was sitting there right in my room, room, all right, Russell and I got that thing. Let me let me see, you know, make sure that you didn't drop our entire roster in the process, you know? So I shouldn't be talking. Russell actually pretty mean fantasy. And I got lucky. <laughs> I got lucky. McCaffrey got like 50 points. Like he was crazy, but yeah. 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 That's yeah, cool. But point being that that's, that's a type of thing, Leo, like, yeah, like, like some sort of connection. And I love the idea of the, it's a, it's a piece of furniture in my home or whatnot. That is just part of my day. And I walk, but yeah, I could take a couple minutes and I, I don't feel as guilty at that versus swiping on my phone, I'd feel okay just tapping around a little bit. So love it. As I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, this conceptually started as one person with the display and then the other person with their phone app. But that's like a half a step away from making another shitty battleship clone in the app store, right? It's something (laughs) magical about it being dedicated hardware, I think. Mm -hmm. Dedicated, put a picture frame in it, put a little, you know, hanging on your wall or just have it on your Put a picture of them next to it or something and... You type a note. Don't forget, Timmy, you just came home from school to let the dog out and start dinner or whatever. I know you cut stuff, but it totally made me think of Ender's Game. <laughs> you know, when he's playing uh, when he's playing with the mystery person. Damn it, it better be for Ender's Game. We need to check if that's, you know, otherwise cut this. <laughs> but in, in Ender's Game, I'm pretty sure in the book, Ender plays virtual chess with somebody the whole throughout, oh. you know, the first six or seven chapters of the book. But he never knows who he's playing, so that's a different part. But he would make a move, come back to the same tablet, and 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 so. Anyways. Dude, that's yeah. exactly the experience, though, Sam. Whether it's Ender K- Ender's game or not, it's like you're you don't you could not know or you could know, right? I don't see why it has to be one to one either. Yeah. Like if I have like no. we could all be purchasing for each other, right? Because mm-hmm. the idea of like me and Sam, like if it was a four pack, let's say, and we had like different, I don't know team things going on that would be mm-hmm. fun we could gamble together we could <laughs> yes. I don't know, just like hey what what is 10 to 1 on this let's pick swap that tonight i think there's so many applications of that <laughs> oh. that have just have then then you end up being in the tablet the whole time right but, but i think at some <laughs> level it's like hey let's 
let's do this together. If it was sitting on my desk, I totally would. You know. Yeah, if you have more than two, then you could do like a, I don't know, Settlers of Catan or Risk or something over the course of a month. My wife's family, they all have one of those, like, I forget what the brand is, but it's a picture frame that anyone in the family, they each have the same identical picture frame and you can upload pictures to and just spam your whole family with whatever you're doing. And they love it. They use it all the time for that. Like, I went out and picked some apples today and here's what we did. And grandma gets to see it and her parents get to see it. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. You could you could do like... um. Okay, sorry. This is gonna be a little bit of a pivot, <laughs> but like um, voicemail. You know how that's super dead, right? You could just add like a voice recording feature, and now everybody's got this like cool little. You go up to the tablet, you leave a note for grandma, and you walk away, and now you have a list of oh like. I feel like there's a ton of applications where you have hardware on your wall, and you're just trying to communicate, and like this is like, oh, here's all my voice messages from grandma, right? And a little kid would love this or make sure to do your laundry, Scotty <laughs> from mom or something. Yes, grandma. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think there's like um, a need. There for are family centric like LCD displays that kind of do mm-hmm. that where you've got the calendar on it oh. and the to do list for the family and stuff. But yeah, having it be something that's a little bit more pretty. Yeah, I think this is almost it's a better version of Facebook portal mm-hmm. almost right. Portal was like, you can click in and talk to somebody and send messages. This is like very much a, like more of a low touch, yeah. right? You don't both have to be there. And it's, as which is time, what I think makes it so touch. much more magical though, is that it is low touch. Like it's just, you know, it's an eating screen. It's nothing crazy going on in there. I'm just moving a chess piece or a checkers piece or whatever. The simplicity is what makes it good. It's got the magic of getting a letter in the mail where like, oh, there's oh one new thing waiting for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, you guys are unproving my idea that I'm going to pitch in a minute. <laughs> well, that sounds like a natural segue. <laughs> Scotty B, what have you got for us this week? So I can't take credit for this one. This is my wife's idea, and I have been begging her to let me pitch this for ever because i love it and it fits perfectly it's something that i really want to do and just do not have time to do okay so her idea is a website for millennials or gen zers or whoever to easily stay in contact with their grandparents and so how it would work is like uh, caroline's grandparents they love to write her letters and postcards they send her they would send her notes all the time uh, they were also extremely untech savvy to the point that emails or text messages were very difficult for them. Uh, but it was all about the handwritten notes there. Caroline, on the other hand, uh, it's hard to constantly be keeping up with the amount of letters that they're sending with a handwritten note because we are millennials and we do not regularly go out and buy stamps and postage and whatnot. So picture a website that you go online, you essentially email your grandma, but a uh, third-party company takes that, prints it either in your handwriting or just prints it, and sends her a physical letter with your message in it. And then you could do a bunch of other add-ons with it, like upload pictures from your phone into the uh, app or for this or whatever, and it'll automatically print those pictures and send them with your message to whoever is going to receive there. Uh, what was her name for it? Grandmail. It's called grandmail.com. Uh-huh. We have not purchased that yet. <laughs> That's a great name. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are services where you like 
you sign up and for a buck or two each, they'll send postcards on your behalf. Yep. So that's the beauty of this is you utilize one of those services, uh, have your own branding Ooh. around it that's completely dedicated to this niche market of I need to communicate with my grandparents and whatnot, and then just go through their system and pricing and automate the entire thing. That's a weekend startup right there. Really big fonts, really big card. <laughs> you know, I got to go full grandma with it, grandpa. Um, yep. Wait, so, okay, is there like, because this is a great idea for like, thank you cards, millennial thank you cards and all that stuff. This is, is there like an app you said, Leo, that you can just write on and send a card? Uh, you upload a photo and you type a message and it'll print it out for you and mail it as a postcard. There's no writing oh, one that I'm aware okay, of. Okay, okay. Yeah. Which makes me think, so have you guys seen the mods where people will take a 3D printer with its servos and just on a 2D plane swap out the hot end for a pen and they'll like make it right. Oh, <laughs> I bet you could get your customers at grandmail.com to pay for 20 bucks a month version where you have them write a couple of <laughs> test sentences and then you synthesize their handwriting. What? It's making our generation sound so shitty right now, <laughs> but I love it. Handwritten by a robot in your handwriting. <laughs> Also, you could just send it through Gmail or something. Yeah. Imagine just all your text messages being sent through this mail service. Just like, <laughs> hey, grandma, just woke up thinking of you. Send. <laughs> emoji Grandson. face. Ooh, emojis would be hard. Emojis. <laughs> Grandson, I'm confused. I, I saw that you sent me something. Were you traveling? It's postmarked from Denver, Colorado. <laughs> How can you read that, grandma? It's too small. It's... <laughs> are grandparents the only market for this i'm wondering i think so <laughs> <laughs> handwritten notes to your lover it's my wife's idea it's not mine anymore <laughs> the the thank you cards is not a bad idea i'm sure there's thank you cards well that yeah. plus the gpt4 api you upload well, your <laughs> wedding you just list paste in your wedding website and it yeah. figures everything else out for you this person got you this so i'm gonna send them this thank you okay so like here's the real problem it's like i would write a postcard but i just don't have a stamp i don't want to buy a postcard exactly Those are the worst parts of the handwriting postcard experience like somebody make this so it makes my life easier right i would i would do all those like hell i would handwrite digitally on a tablet you know what i mean if it meant that i didn't have to print get the stamp and all that <laughs> other stuff right could you just is the app gonna allow you to just why can't you just take a digital pen on your phone and literally handwrite it it's just the whole shipping part right yeah but i also know that uh myself is even lazier than that than you at this point <laughs> and even if i had the handwritten everything right in front of me i'd still probably rather type it with a keyboard in some form but you're absolutely right like you could have any variation of input into this as long as the output is a nice handwritten postcard or letter maybe not even handwritten i i think it's actually proven there's plenty like i was just thinking of this um so I, I sponsor, and I think a couple of you guys do too, sponsor um, with Compassion International where you have like, you know, somebody that's, or World Vision where you have someone overseas. And I, while I could write a handwritten note and put it in the mail, every time I log into my computer and upload, a, you know, pictures that are right there of my family and type in a couple, you know, three or four sentences, like it just, 
it is a generational thing. And I think I do get bummed out. I'm like, wow, what a lazy slob. Yeah. I couldn't just, you know, <laughs> they gave me a piece of paper and an envelope. I could have just written it out. But I, you know, it's something about putting it together faster on, on the computer and sending it's the it out. thought that counts, right? Not the way it happens. <laughs> it's the thought of logging okay, on to grandmail.com. I don't feel that bad about it. I'm still writing a letter for the record. There's nothing. I am buying Scott's product. You're not going to guilt me out of buying, not buying Scott and Caroline's Scott's wife's product. product. I'm not taking any credit for this. Oh, Scott. Okay, got it. All right, all right. Oh, that's good. <laughs> there is this service I... I bought for my dad. Um, he's not going to listen to this. So, well, maybe, maybe he will after this. But, but it's a memory a day, and it will basically turn. He, he like writes down a memory of himself growing up a day for like I think it's like two hundred days or whatever. He so it's the reverse of it. They mail it in. They digitize it. If there's no pictures from that, the company might even like go look for pictures of that place. They grew up in Taiwan and slide that into the book as well you know and so it basically creates like 200 memories of him growing up you know and i i just think that'd be really cool for my kids that's really cool generation by generation yeah yeah so you made me think of like i think there's just so much value of like if you did 15 or 20 of these right the books the books and the upsells that you can create Mm -hmm. out of it right of just like you know all these handwritten things that somebody put together for you that is cool wait so your dad's handwriting all that sam so, yeah, I don't think he wants to type it out. So he's gonna he's gonna I mean, handwrite that's... it out. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Dad, you're handwriting for the next. I'll let you guys know how it goes. As my dad doesn't even know he's getting skipped yet. <laughs> I I think it's cool to have a book though of your like dad's handwriting, you know, for your kids. Uh, right. That is right. pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. And I think there's just so many interesting generational things with that too, because you know my my dad first language is in Chinese. And so like they are going to translate the, you know, so like I will have the ability, whether I haven't figured out, I haven't talked to the service fully, but I believe I can get it in English or Chinese. Right. And so I can read to my kids based off of that and say, Hey, this is what grandpa did and whatnot. And so there's just something to that value of handwritten that you're talking about, Scott, that I think is super cool. Dude, that's so true. So. There's something about handwritten stuff going to pump up my idea a little bit here that makes it amazing (laughs) i don't know what it is it's just it because i think it's making a comeback or it becomes more meaningful that things are handwritten now right no i mean people on my team still have their cards hanging on the wall you know i visit a clinic and i'll i'll see that they have the card that you know vp sam wrote for them from you know 2021 and it's something that they they have on that's their pretty cool board or somewhere. Cool. Yeah. And I could barely read my handwriting. <laughs> hey, it's from 2021. They still got it up there. You know, you can't over deliver on that. You know, you can't just be giving them cards or else they're going to be hanging them up all the time. Right. They, or throwing them out. <laughs> the, audacity. <laughs> the audacity. No, I'm, I'm messing, but uh, it's valuable. That is, that is true. They can't come back, right? Next time boss man comes in and it's not on the wall, that's, oh, oh. Well, you write you know, cards all the time now, now, Sam. Right? Uh. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I write cards all the time. So that's that's really what it is. Using Scott's new service. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring in Scott's new service, type them all out, and they'll so send them So I think, too, this would be a really good market for, like, kids that are not 
really well connected with their grandparents, right? So like the 15-year-olds, the 14, 15, 16-year-olds that would never give themselves a chance or an opportunity to. So like a parent could be like 18 age kid, right? You know, here's like 50 credits for your app, right? Right, grandma card, damn it. <laughs> and you just do it on the app and you can take a Snapchat level photo, right? And have that sent out. I think it just makes it really easy for like disengaged kids, let's say, or kids that really don't know how to connect oh. with their grandparents to co- start connecting with them. Snapchat, just make a contact in Snapchat. That's your grandma. That's a brilliant idea. Oh. Like send her the messages or the pictures or whatever that, and they all just get printed together with it. Dude. Hey, I'm just going to snap grandma real quick. And boom. That she should gets go to market right there. You just add the Snapchat grand mail at snapchat tag right and for <laughs> i don't know what videos are gonna be it's gonna be like a flip book that they send them <laughs> no video if you send a video we're not sending a postcard pictures yeah pictures yeah. Mm-hmm. Start with pictures maybe but yeah no there's something there. you can pick up photo books from cvs right like 20 page photo book tomorrow that you send a cvs why not do a letter right this is genius caroline, <laughs> caroline. just caroline caroline you're the genius <laughs> just caroline <laughs> you want to be the API layer for interfacing between paper and people who don't want to touch paper. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, digital. Can you do this for digital signatures? You know, instead of, uh, I don't know. I just, I have a digital signature problem at my, my work right now. If like, I send you a letter. Sometimes like it's so painful to get a, a handwritten signature that if I could send a letter in the mail... <laughs> It's like there's this much of a problem that's just a blank piece of paper. Please sign here. <laughs> and you stick it in the envelope. And I thought everyone uses like DocuSign today or those other programs. It, not when you work no, with a, you still need the, a hand the greatest generation doesn't like DocuSign, okay? <laughs> uh, they don't trust it. So I don't know. I'm just a little pivot there. There's, a, there's something about handwriting that... <laughs> Sticks around like fax machines. Ooh, we could have a cursive translator coming the other direction. Grandma sends you a letter and you can take a picture of it and translate the cursive back into <laughs> Gen Z or lingo. Okay, now we're just getting lazy because <laughs> you don't want to read cursive. Someone has to read the letter for you. <laughs> hey, my phone can translate it. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was pretty uh, you know, Yeah, come on. AI, uh, OCR. That's, that's the future. Russell, it seems like you were pretty excited about things that are handwritten. What do you? I don't know what it is, guys. Sometimes we're just on the same wavelength. Um, So, (laughs) guess so. So wait, wait, wait. we're gonna get Grandma one of my e-ink displays, and we're gonna (laughs) send her letters with Scott's thing. What? What are you? Genuine heartfelt letters. So uh, I'm gonna start with. uh, Have you seen the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? I have not. I have. <laughs> so I I think I have. <laughs> but I think I... <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a great start here. Okay, Sam, just be my fact, <laughs> Sam, be my fact checker here. Okay. All right. Um, I'll fact check you. Yeah. Yeah. Had to read it for accelerated reading in nice. elementary school. So, so it's fresh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, my understanding is they had a pair of pants and they would send it to each other, right? And that was, and then they wrote a story about the pants. 
I don't know about the writing. <laughs> I would pay so much money to have Russell review books. I thought this was a movie, so <laughs> I didn't even know it was read. a book. So this is where we're at in life. <laughs> yeah, it's a book. Um, they sent it to each other, and they made yes. a story about the pants, right, yes. Sam? They they do they do yes yeah they do they do send pants to each other. Yeah, same pair. That's of all pants. I need. That's all I need for this idea. Kay. Step one. Excellent. So. Yeah, where's my beer? <laughs> this okay. This is um, going off of you got some of you guys' great ideas, right? So my um, my wife and her friends would send a notebook back and forth to each other in the mail, and it was a full on spiral bound notebook, and it would get sent to each other, and you'd all get to read each other's letter at the end, right? So you got to catch up on everybody's. You know, you're supposed to take it for a week, send it out. Great, cool idea. Because then at the end of the week, you'd be able to see all the letters prior and catch up with everybody in a different way, unique way. All right. So I thought that was really creative. My wife is finding startups all the time, uh, uh, just naturally. But I guess I was thinking, how could you turn that into a business? Okay. Instead of it being a full-on notebook, what if you sent like a card or some sort of physical media that then everybody sent to each other, right? So maybe it was a little picture book or like a five-page notebook okay. with envelopes in there, pre-envelope. I think the hardest part was like just, again, getting the thing in the mail to the next person. It wasn't the... <laughs> A generation is useless. But you know what's even worse? Like, uh, I'll get into this rant, but like, you could just leave it in the freaking mailbox and the post person will pick it up. Like, mm-hmm. that we don't, nobody knows about it, right? The, the flag, the red flag thing. Anyways, I'm just, <laughs> my idea is simply that a service that will send and make it really easy to send um, Sister to Traveling Pants version of a card through the mail. All right. Love it. So, okay, I'm picturing if it's a notebook and it's in a box and you're just using the same box to ship back and forth always and there's like a pile of stickers that it comes with, pre-labeled stickers that you just slap on of who's it's going to next. Much better. And you just keep all the stickers with the box as it goes. What about a Russian nesting doll situation where you start with like 30 boxes? And there's just enough of a gap in between. I literally them all just imagine you drawing, <laughs> and on the thirty first day, you get. Why a don't we send a Russian nesting doll to each other? You know, the first person writes on the outer layer, and then you pull it back. That's what I was saying. Oh, you just <laughs> want to write on it, it itself. First, but mm. no, I guess like the packaging, right? It's just peel, peel and send, yeah. peel and rip and tear and send. A reminder text message service that would remind the writer, right? Hey, you know, you got to drop in the mail in two days or whatever. Your deadline's coming up. Something sort of, you know, to keep it keep it moving. That is a problem. That probably be after it just added value. <laughs> That's the upsell. That upsell? That's the, there we go, oh. Sam, <laughs> the man with the the money on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> My idea makes any money today, so that's that's good. I make that's I mean, I mean, like this so. is like part of it, right? It's like how how do you get people, despite making it as easy as possible? It seemed like what it's always that one friend, and everybody has that one friend that it's going to stay in their house 
for a month or two months and it's never going to be shipped to the next person. I don't know. It's got to like self-destruct after. I, I think the other people would just cook it, pick it forward, right? The other people just vote on the service to say, hey, uh, you know, Freddie over here isn't writing in his book. We'll, uh, we'll forward it on, right? You know, your package is getting picked up on this day. And then <laughs> Freddie won't want to do that the next time. You know, but 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 you keep it going that way because the other people in the group have voted, um, you know, to, to keep it moving. You pick I like that. So, like, you could have a monthly subscription box, let's say. And so you end up being the person with, like, three right. boxes or, like, or you're always the last person to get it. Or there's probably some or you can get, like, you know, those dog, the bounty hunter. They just come into your house and break in and they just repossess that box and... <laughs> You did it right. <laughs> well, the four, like let's say the four of us are together, right? We're all we're all in this thing together. Russell, you just can't seem to get this box. You can't write in it. Sorry, guys, my bad. So Leo, Scotty, B, and I all get a text message when you're late every week. It's like, should we give Scott another week? Uh, no, we're not going to give him. You know, let's give Russell another. No, we're not going to give him another week. And then so the next day, you know, all right, fine. At least, hopefully, the person. Wait, what, does the postman like break into your house and steal it from you? How how does the postman get well, it from Freddie? Well, hopefully, or Freddie or Russell, whoever <laughs> I don't know at this point. But let's like like yeah, Russ, Russell gets the notification. Okay, I got to give it up. I'll drop it in the box. Oh, you know, I see, and, I see. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and put it on my porch. Yeah, yeah. Got so it. it's like it keeps the group accountable mm-hmm. in that way, right? The service is keeping the group accountable um, to keep it moving. Oh, we could have cool. a, uh, a gig economy worker come and like be the person who's repossessing it and taking it to the oh, US. Or I guess like right? in a way, it's just like you you didn't write in it or you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You know, just put it in the damn mailbox. Just get your ass up, walk it to the mailbox. <laughs> and s- or you, you could do UPS pickup. We could build in a UPS pickup or a FedEx pickup into that. You know? That's all you got to do. Just just have it on your porch tomorrow. That's all you got to do, and the is drop it in the box and put it on the, put it on the porch tomorrow. Other than Russian nesting doll packaging, is there a way that we can design the product where literally all you have to do is drop it into the mailbox? There's no other yeah. work to be done. Um, batch shipping through USPS, where you prepay batch. for twenty labels and it uses the same barcode for each of them. Can you do that? I think I you just rip you a could. label. It was an old startup called Ringcam that I think we did something similar. What about the same box, but it just has a bunch of layers of stickers and you just peel yeah. the top layer mm-hmm. off? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yep. Prepaid for. And if the person also is horrible at writing, and then, then they'll hire Scott's and <laughs> Caroline writing service to write it for them. And then they'll mail it to them. And then they'll slide it into the box. And then it'll bug. Well, displaying it on an e-ink screen. I would buy this. I would buy this for my like, this is a great marketing. I wouldn't do it to stay in touch with you guys. I mean, you know, you guys are cool and all, but like but from a marketing, I would buy this. I would buy this for my wife and, and, and her mom and sister. Like I would totally. So just on a side note, like, you know, it's the gift. This is a gift, right? This is a nice gift to buy for your family is, is where the marketing that who cares if they all use it. I mean, that's cool, you know, but, but it's the buying, you know, it's the buying the service. Totally. You know, market it, slap it on it's logistic. Agree. I think the logistics is the like MVP of this or is like the main the value prop of this. Like you, you can have something, whatever you want. It could be pants and notebook and Russian nesting doll. Go back and forth constantly between two people in you pick whatever size box. We 
you just give us the addresses. We'll give you as many labels as you want. Or just one of those like, hey, if this label's scanned, then you get charged for it. But you already have a preset amount that this company has yep. taken care of. And then it just goes back and forth forever. And I you love can, that. You can add as many rounds as you want. So if you want like three loops, you know, you can set the labels in there to because mm-hmm. that's also a problem. It's like, oh, who's next? Who did I have to send it to? What order? Mm-hmm. The labels already pre-organized and set up. And um, yeah, no thought very required. Easy. And then you can upsell all the things on your website that you could send back and forth, like, I guess, a notebook or a pair of jeans oh man i didn't even think about the jeans you could put a pair of jeans in there (laughs) (laughs) russell why did the why did the sisterhood share jeans yeah can you explain that to me um what happened you guys gotta watch the movie because there's no book about it no (laughs) sam read the book i i've heard of the movie i think it was one they both really liked the pair and so she said, I'll share it with you. And then it was like the friends uh, moved away from each other. So then she mailed it to her. But there were like four friends in the group. And then they mailed it between. Did each they put other. something cute so. in the pockets, like a postcard in the, each time? Right. And then they got a text message service that reminded them when they needed to drop it in the mail. They already did this. Donald <laughs> Bonnie Hunter comes. Russ is just ripping it off. The phone, <laughs> so, steals yeah. your pants. What a third act twist. I wasn't expecting it at all. <laughs> when the one sister got brutally murdered by Duck the Bounty Hunter and her pants taken. Hey, it's part of the service we offer. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> Don't forget to send the pants. Sammy Z. Best in the biz. Let's hear your idea. Great transition. Um, so... I, uh, I I unfortunately don't have a family service to add in Aww. to the, we'll bring to it the there. portfolio tonight. Um, but all right, well, there. yeah, we will we, bring it there. <laughs> so I I do I've had to travel quite a bit recently, and I and uh, stay in hotels quite frequently, and I continue to encounter the same issue as I'm checking out of the hotel. And that is the fact that I never have cash on me to tip the cleaning service at my hotel. I never carry cash anymore. I'm always going to pay via card. And at every hotel that I check out at, I ask the service, hey, how do I tip my cleaning service? Can you just throw 10 bucks on my bill? No, sir. There's policies, procedures. We can't do that. And, you know, there's all these employment issues or whatever. So... You know, I've just been thinking through and I obviously to try and get hotels to buy in this would might be difficult, but just some sort of easy QR code for every cleaning service Ooh. individual to be able to leave because you always get those cards. Hi, I'm Angela. I'm Fred. I'm Russell. I'm your cleaning person taking care of your room today. I'm like, great. I don't have two dollars or five dollars or ten dollars, twenty dollars to just throw on there and say thank you. And so it would be phenomenal to have some sort of QR code a Zell that would be tied to that person to still allow me to tip that individual for the good service. Cause I do think, you know, to some level that, you know, those people are being left out in this cashless economy. Um, and so to have a service, probably some you would have, you, you need a credit card service of some sort um, credit processor that would be linked to Venmo linked to Zelle. You could just be the QR code, but then you wouldn't make money. Right. So I feel like it has to be some sort of, 
credit processor that would fund this and make it readily available for hotel services to allow their folks to be able to be paid. And so um, services probably would just steal this and just do that themselves. But I, I feel like from a value chain standpoint, um, it, it would just be really nice to be able to give cleaning services an extra couple dollars and we'll take the credit processing fees up top. Dude, totally. this is so cool. My brain went to like, so uh, street performers, cash economy, it's so hard. Like, how do you, sure. all the other ways that when you yeah. need cash or you just want to give... The bellboy, the the person that's drive your shuttle driver, right? Uber driver, you can tip them, right? But ta- you know, some taxi drivers you can. But there's a ton of people that just you can't. I don't have cash on me anymore. Yeah, this totally applies. Man, to that okay, too. so like, are you you're thinking that you have a QR code credit, like a business card kind of thing, where you drop the business card? Yeah, and then they kind can scan it. Card. Business card, little placard, just that was on the stand that says, "My name is Angela." You know, um, you know, if, if if you're happy with your service today, you can. You I can see. Would you want to be the one providing the payment layer, or would you want to be the the one who makes the product with Venmos and Cash Apps and stuff already on it? It seems like this. You're like ninety nine percent of the way already there if you just use their existing whatever accounts they have, right? Correct. But then we can't make money. Right. right? Of if course. It was just tied to their demo, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, and, and so to some level, I feel like for it to be an enterprise, we'd have to be the one being the credit processor to make it free. And I, I'm sure there's some licenses of how people get paid on that stuff. And so maybe we wouldn't want all that liability. But outside of that. Taxes and stuff too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, then it is purely a QR. Then, 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 then we could just be the ones that print QR codes. But um, I, I think hotels could do that too. You know, so right. they're just too lazy. Maybe they don't care for these people like like we okay. do. I don't know. So that's what it is. We care more about hourly workers than businesses do. You heard so I first. might make this a little more complicated than it should be, but I think this would be really cool. Like, what if you had? Like, let's say, Sam, you are the QR code. So instead of having the QR code stands in the hotels, okay, you, Sam, carry a pack of, you know, um, Zobux, okay? And they're literally, uh, you buy a pack of QR codes. And just like you um, activate, you can activate each QR code with like a certain amount of dollars. It's like two bucks, one dollar, ten dollars. And you just hand them the business card and... They go into their preferred app, whether that's Venmo, Cash App, or whatever, and they scan that QR code, and now it's more universalized. It acts more like cash because anybody can scan this QR code that you've activated and connected $2, $5, $10 to, and now it's like you are uh, basically doing gift cards through through your own cash payment app. So now it's like hey, I don't have cash. And you leave this business card on there that says scan this QR code and you'll get money in your bank account. Like here's five bucks tip. It's the tip card. We'll say the tip. Oh, so you're making, you're, you're allowing, I'm, I'm, yeah, basically I'm, I'm, I'm giving the QR code to the payer, right? I, as the payer now have, the payer is able to pay. Is that more complicated? Is is that easier (laughs) than just going to the bank and having cash? 
That's what I was about to say. I think you just invented <laughs> currency. Guys, listen. is there a gold standard? <laughs> it's shroot bucks. <laughs> I need. Hold on. <laughs> I need Leo's Russian doll system where I can just pull pull money off three. It's better than cash though, because cash you can lose. You oh, you can't okay. lose. You lose money when you lose cash. If you lose these. QR code scanners, you don't lose any money, right? Because you didn't activate any of those QR codes. They're blanks until... They're just blanks. Just like a gift card They're at the grocery until store. until you fill them. Okay? Until I So it is kind of still... It. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> You're almost trading your own currency. But like... Okay. Cash sucks because then I have coins and I have to fold them up and put them in my wallet. I just want like <laughs> five little cards. Agreed. Yeah, having a small so, stack of blank gift cards that you can put whatever on there would be awesome for when you're Facebook marketplacing and Craigslisting too. You go and you watch them put fifty bucks on the thing, and you take it with you home, and now you have your fifty dollars that you put into PayPal or whatever. Well, you can pick any different account to go to. Yeah, I can do PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, whatever. This will transfer to any of them. What if it's a stamp? You stamp on a piece of paper. I'm trying to think of like a more convenient way to provide uh, a payment that's more payment. An- I yeah. guess anonymous or not tied to anything. It's like a coin. <laughs> you guys remember the Game Boy printer? <laughs> yeah. You almost need like a like a receipt printer that you can make infinite ones of these. Whoa. Or something like the Polaroid picture, right? Like you just you just got your yeah. stack and you, yeah. Or even just on a normal inkjet printer at home, you print out a page of sixteen blank gift card things, and you keep them in your briefcase or whatever, and pull one out when you need it. But you got to do it with your phone. Okay, okay, hear me out. This is insane. You have you go with a pile of these blank gift cards that have like a peel back layer on them. In the peelback layer, it has a photosensitive ink or something on it. You press it against your phone, and it'll print oh my God. onto your blank guy. And then you can have your custom gift cards or whatever on there that it just instantly appears. And all you need in the back of your phone case is just a couple of these guys shoved in between your phone and the phone case that you can pull out, print to it, and leave it on the desk. I, too, was trying to figure out how we can create them on the go. That's great. That is great. I was worried you were going to say the word blockchain. This is way better. (laughs) Well, of course, it's part of the blockchain. (laughs) Dude, they're just blanks. You know, you could reuse them, too. Like, oh, I just here's five bucks. Here's ten dollars. And all right. Once you scan it and claim it, it's just reused. There's but then it's just like everything's everything's a currency. It's more transactable in that way. Like, like I, I see what you're saying versus a tip. Like, it almost it, it, it is kind of nice to just say I, I threw it onto the bill. You know, like it goes directly into their bank account. That way, it's you know I know that it got. Hopefully, it gets to the right person, right? But I've already activated it. But that's the same thing as cash, leaving it, leaving it on the table or whatnot. Or leaving, really, leaving the the reloadable, yeah. or I don't know if they reloadable the loadable one time use. Uh, Visa gift cards for cash have failed this market and it seems like that's the natural home. You you get a stack of a couple of those, you leave them in your wallet next to your actual credit cards, you load them up, you give it to someone else, they spend it or they add it to their thing, then they take it, yeah. use it for somewhere else. 
you want like a communal, passable, aroundable gift card. I think the economy. problem, the problem with that, Leo, has been yeah. you need cash to buy those and it cards. It costs five dollars to load them, <laughs> also, right? To buy those Visa gift cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the amount of yeah. effort, I might as well go to the bank. And so to to Russell and Scott's point, I think there actually is something that I can create this myself. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know if I'd pay. I wonder if I'd pay for a service to create that for myself or if I would then at that point just go to the bank. Going to the bank is time. such a pain in the ass or paying $3 for an ATM. Could I just send cash? Like what if yep. we create a service where for a dollar we'll, we'll send you cash in the mail? <laughs> there, you know, I, I think it, honestly it would have to be figuring out a way to tie it to the HR yeah. departments of, of giant hotel chains to say, yeah. Hey, we will take care of, we will take care of your team. It, it, we, we become the, it's a B2B service. This is a way to recognize your, your teammates, you know, the folks that work with you in a different differential way. Your customers want to do it. 1.7 billion. This is what I was typing in. The 1.7 billion people stay in a hotel every at one point in, 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 in across America. That's insane. The amount of transactions that we are missing out on because it's cashless. That's okay. so true. Here's your service. Then you go to these hotel chains. You say, "I'm going to sell you, you know, thousands of these little cards that all have a unique, or not even unique, but just a QR code on it that I can leave with the note." And so the the cleaning service leaves this little QR code with it. And when I, the person staying at the hotel, scans the QR code, it brings me to a special site that says, "Hey, you can tip through." any of these services yeah cash app venmo whatever i'm tipping Mm -hmm. right absolutely yep yeah so just make it digital for me to be able to tip my person yep and scott and now we've made it b2b Mm -hmm. now we're in the landing page for purse boom yeah note about who they are yeah Mm -hmm. you just pick the big icon of which one you have and it logs you in instantly with a thumbprint scan hotel chains are just taking a small convenience fee off the top (laughs) because Yeah, you got to check that. I acknowledge and have read the terms and conditions of tipping. The room service people have the ability to fill out a profile there. So you get like, he was a Vietnam veteran. He has eight kids at home. He's missing an eye. (laughs) Oh, that's good, though. Really sell up the sob story. You like people that miss eyes, Scott? That's what that's that's what's got you. No, but I do like a full description of the person. (laughs) Oh, all right. Got it. To make it more human, it, yeah. they they do you. I do get handwritten cards yeah. in there, yeah. right? That say, "Hey, you know, I live here." And, we you just know, digitize it because we're millennials and we yeah. can't do handwritten. <laughs> and I feel like a complete jerk when I walk out of that hotel room. I'm like, "Wow, I've been here four days." I, you know, and I get soap and you know everything taken care of, and I I have nothing to give this person, uh, you know. Yeah. So no, I travel yeah. a lot now, Sam, and I. All right. I'm like, oh, I forget to tip. Which is not good. I want to be reminded, though, too. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. I don't want to not tip if I should be, which I should be. If it's just something a little underneath the TV or on your way out, hey, forgot, you know, I think. Yeah, I think that a thank you a card to remind, like, hey, something. you know, this guy was here. And yeah, that'd be good. Why don't they do that? Oh, sorry. Type a hand. Why can't the thank you cards themselves? Like, Leave hey, thanks note? for staying with us. My name is... Joanna and I'm, you know, have a great weekend, right? Like that's the last card you get on your desk, you know, sometimes before you leave the hotel, QR code right there. And now the thank you cards are all handled. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. They could be all on there. Yeah. So essentially we're this we're we're turning yeah. into the service that provides that for them. Yep. Cool. Dude, I think you hit on a bigger problem though, Sam. Man. Like the cashless world that we're living in is gonna hurt a lot of people, or like it takes away some of the the fun mm-hmm. things that cash yeah. made happen, you know, or yeah. And everyone outside the United States is laughing at us and our dependency on tipping. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were going to credit cards. Or thing. we could pay all of our service industry a living wage. What a concept. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourself. And thank you very much, Sam, for being here. That's a wonderful idea. Thanks for having me. back to do more of these, all right? Absolutely. I'll be back. Thanks, guys. Go have me. Delightful. Our website is spitball.show. We would love to hear from you. Email us feedback, comments, ideas. We're all at podcast at spitball.show. That's also how you can follow us on the Fediverse, such as Mastodon. We're podcast at spitball.show. Our subreddit is r slash spitballshow. Our intro-outro music is Swingers by Bonkers Beat Club. Please, if you got a minute, hit us with that five-star review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're listening to us on. We'd love to have you add, subscribe, rate, share the show. And uh, review us wherever you get your podcasts. New episode is coming out soon. We will see you then.